Welcome to the Picture Book Look podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. Hey, hey Kirstie. Yes? You sound so <laughs> lovely, but I really think we should start the intro for today's Ugh. episode. Fine. I really love this song, but I guess you're right. And the sky's the limit on my praise for today's book. For Spacious Skies, Catherine Lee Bates and the Inspiration for America the Beautiful, written by Nancy Chernin and illustrated by Olga Baumert, is the story of Catherine her convictions, and how she created one of the most well-known and beautiful songs sung by Americans today. I love how reading this book deepened my understanding of the words of the song and made the experience of singing it much more powerful. The story behind the words is truly inspiring. I also have fallen in love with the art in this book. Olga's landscapes have so much movement and depth. I mean, the page with the waves of grain really look like waves. It's I know. stunning. <laughs> Nancy and Olga and their editor, Wendy McClure, are with us today to take a look at their collaborative process. Let's get started. Nancy, what is the inspiration behind this book? It's a double inspiration. The first inspiration is that I wanted kids to know who wrote America the Beautiful. First, that's how it started. But uh, the more I researched her, and I realized that she was a child of the Civil War, that she grew up at a time when America was polarized, and that her motivation for writing this poem was for us to see ourselves as one American family from sea to shining sea. I thought about all the polarization today and how relevant that message still is, how much she would have wanted us to hear that, to understand it. So many people sing America the Beautiful. I want them to understand why she wrote it, to feel that directive, and to start to, for us to all see ourselves as one American family from sea to shining sea. I love that. Wow. Well, I think you absolutely accomplished that. Wendy, the next question's for you. What was it about the story that made you want to acquire it? Well, first of all, did you hear Nancy's pitch? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've I've worked with Nancy for a few years now. And so I believe, you know, we were having a phone call and she was telling me much of what she just told you now. And, you know, I do get a lot of pitches for biographies, especially women's history biographies. And a lot of times they are interesting in, in their own way. But the ones that intrigue me the most are the ones that have some sort of relevance or link to today. And so there was really a sense of this is a story that people need to know now. I mean, people don't know that she lived with a woman, that she had, you know, what I think we call the Boston marriage. So, you know, I looked up Catherine Lee myself. I'm like, oh, this is a really cool person that we need to know more about. So true. Yes, definitely. Can you give us a look into your illustrator selection process? Okay, so the way we find illustrators at Albert Whitman is 
the art director and the publishing director, they go on an illustrator search. And I talk a little bit about some of the things that I'm looking for. And we knew we wanted to have someone who had, you know, a good eye for historical detail. And then America the Beautiful is a book about landscapes. And so we wanted to see, you know, someone who did that. So looking at her samples right away, I just, I love them. And they were, you know, she's really great at doing landscapes, but it was also, you know, she has people in them too. And it was really sort of clear that she wasn't just making a pretty scene when she, you know, did these landscapes in her samples and in the book. It was clear that there was a story being told. And I think there's also just something, Olga, I just love your stuff. And there's something so spontaneous and fresh in your paintings. And I think for something that has historical content, that's really important. I'm just over the moon by how this book turned out visually. It is so stunning. It's beautiful. Olga, what inspired you to choose this project to work on? Well, when I first heard about it, I just really liked the sound of it. The fact that she was inspired by nature to write this beautiful poem because I felt like personal connection with it because I have the same sort of thing, like there's nothing that can give me as much creative power as just standing and seeing a beautiful landscape and, you know, just feeling it in my soul. So I just loved it. And I love the story because obviously independent and creative women are just always an inspiration. And, you know, sometimes at school we learn about interesting people, but just the way it's presented we don't really feel like much personal connection with them but I think the way Nancy wrote it it just really made me feel connected like especially there was this one sentence no one expected much of girls in 1865 (laughs) I immediately you know felt connected to her I was like you go girl you go and show them (laughs) And I was cheering for her through the entire story. And I just really, I loved working on it. That's fantastic. But Nancy, so it is a stunning, stunning way that you've told this story. We really do feel connected to the character. Can you give us a look into your writing process? I think the biggest challenge with writing this story, and I think Wendy can attest to this, was that I had so much information, Catherine Lee Bates, for someone that many people don't know, whose name was not that familiar. It was incredible what she accomplished. And I just wanted to tell everybody everything, all these amazing (laughs) things. Do you know that she wrote a poem about Mrs. Santa Claus? (laughs) And I tried every which way to shoehorn that in, and Wendy said, it's a picture book. You can't look at everything. <laughs> and I did stay focused on the creation of America, the beautiful, and who she was and why she did that. And, and that's one of the things that a picture book has to do. You kind of pick your theme. And then you have all these wonderful details and anecdotes to share with kids at the presentations and in the teacher's guides. Yeah. So th- I think that was the biggest challenge for me. We made it, didn't we, Wendy? We did. We did. <laughs> I really love this, you said, but... (laughs) I think that must be one of the hardest parts of writing a biography, deciding which details to include. So I wanted to ask you, Wendy, what was your editing process for this story? Yeah, it's a little bit like what Nancy said, like getting her to sort of focus. I think we were really lucky in the sense that we had the theme already. We had 
you know, sort of this idea of wanting, you know, her wanting to make a difference and wanting to bring the country together. And so that was something that was going to be sort of our tentpole all along. So, you know, I asked her to, Nancy, to sort of build up Catherine's earlier accomplishments. We start sharing sources. And so sometimes I might find something that has an interesting detail. And I'll say, Nancy, you know, what do you think of this? Do you think this is relevant? Can we put this in? We were looking at the causes Catherine Lee Bates took up as a reformer and the social issues she wrote about, because, you know, that deepens our understanding of what she did when she wrote that poem. And we looked at the history of the 1890s to get a sense of what kinds of issues were affecting and dividing people. And, you know, there were labor strikes and economic woes. Asking Nancy to sort of think, like, what was Catherine seeing and what was she thinking when she was seeing these things? And we worked on making those things part of the story. It's a great collaborative process. It's been a joy. This was my fourth book with Wendy. We have a fifth now in progress. Wow. Well, you make beautiful books, so... Mm -hmm. I say keep going. Why not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Olga, so I'm going to gush. Your art is stunning. Can you give us a look into your illustration process for this book? Yeah, so at the beginning, I obviously researched, because it's a historical thing, I researched all the places Catherine lived in, like how her childhood house looked like, the house she lived in, how it looked like, all the places she visited, uh, the fashion at the time. Um because it's interesting when you actually paint a place that you've never even been in before. Like, it just becomes familiar. Sometimes it becomes more familiar than the places you've actually been to. <laughs> so, so I thought about the overall mood of the book. And, you know, I wanted to capture the beauty of nature that inspired her. But I also wanted to show what was going on. And that, you know, when you go against the rules sometimes and try to enforce change. It can be a lonely thing to do. So, and obviously she had a lot going on in her head and I didn't just want it to be a beautiful landscape. I wanted to put her there and make her look like she's actually, you know, having all those thoughts and all those problems and- You succeeded. <laughs> yes. And you know that her mind is just constantly hard at work and there's always another layer. So in this book, I really like the clash between the visual beauty of the world she lives in, but also the struggle with injustice, inequality, because it didn't really change that much. Like it's still absolutely relevant to us today. Mm -hmm. So yes. uh, yeah, when I decide on the mood and you know what I wanna sort of say with it, I become sketching, uh, like my first round of sketches is probably something only I understand because <laughs> they are just doodles, but then I move to like the second stage where I make like proper sketches that then I send to the editor to, and the art director to tell me if they're okay. <laughs> the places she went to are just absolutely beautiful and I also wanted it to sort of be connected with the with the poem like poem tells you how she saw it mm -hmm. yes. and then I, I can see it in the photo and then I sort of wanted to merge both of those things so we can maybe imagine how she saw it definitely so we have one last question for all three of you and we want to start with you Wendy when someone reads this book what do you hope they feel or learn 
I think I want readers to come away from the story feeling empowered and to understand that there are so many ways to make a difference in the world. That's wonderful. I love that. So what about you, Olga? What do you hope that people feel or learn when they read this book? I hope they learn that it's worth to stand for what you believe in and that there is just beauty and goodness in the world. And if we find it, if we see it, we can make it a good place to live for everybody, not just few. And I think everything she did is inspiring. But the most inspiring thing about her is that she had the courage to be herself. Yeah. And to live her own way. And that's what should inspire people, like not to imitate someone else, but to find a way to truly be yourself and not to be afraid of it. She was truly remarkable. Okay, Nancy, how about you? What do you hope someone feels or learns after reading this story? Well, two things. One is a perseverance, persistence, not to give up. When you think about Catherine Lee Bates's life, Growing up as a girl, being told all the things she couldn't do, she went ahead and did the things she wanted to do. She wanted to learn. She went to school. She managed to go to college when most women didn't. And she became a professor. She did all those things that many people said she shouldn't do. And I hope it encourages kids to follow their dreams, not to be laughed away from doing what they dream of doing, but to do it. And also, I hope it encourages kids to listen to the words of the poem and what she was trying to say there. There is a line in the poem, crown thy good with brotherhood. That's actually, she's talking to us. It's the second person. It's a directive. She's saying we've been given this wonderful, beautiful land, but we have to do our part to make it beautiful. We have to crown our good with brotherhood. The beauty isn't just about the purple mountains, majesties, although that's much to be grateful for, but it's also we make the land beautiful by crowning thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. She was a child of the Civil War. She saw the land divided. She wanted us to see ourselves as one American family. We need to heed that now, see ourselves as one American family. What can we do? to make America more fair, more just, more beautiful. We can all work together to fulfill her dream of making America a more fair, a more just, and thereby a more beautiful place. A big thank you to Nancy, Olga, and Wendy for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for Four Spacious Skies. Check out the show notes to learn more about Nancy and Olga and the other fabulous books they have out in the world. And remember, if you have a picture book you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number two at gmail.com. Happy looking!